The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, we got a lot going on in the second hour of Coast to Coast. Mafia is going to join us now to talk UFC, and then later we'll talk to Dr. David Chow about Tiger Woods' surgery and uh, where he goes from here with the uh, ankle and the broken legs and uh, the chaos after that crash in Los Angeles yesterday. All right, Mafia, uh, Brian Siano with us. Tell me about Rosenstruck and Gain, this fight that they've uh, got lined up for Saturday night, fight night. Yeah, this fight becomes uh, even more important after what we just saw with the Lewis and Blades fight right now because you know, Russian Shuck was up there. This is the guy who, of course, was coming in there very hot, you know, knocking out a lot of guys, and then he called out Francis Nagano, made the big mistake of saying, I think I could take him, and that did not go well. That's <laughs> less than 30 seconds. Guy was out. So now he's rebounding. He's kind of made his way back up. He's you know, got some wins here. He's fighting Cyril Gaon. Gaon is a guy that you know you don't know about. He's a French mixed martial artist. A lot of people haven't heard of him yet, but he's moving up the rankings now. He's number seven in the heavyweight division, just coming off a win over you know Junior Dos Santos. So he's starting you know knock off some names now. This is a big fight because you know these guys are going to be sitting there, and whoever wins this fight is in line, probably maybe second in line, or you know we'll see how they line things up now with Naganu fighting for the title against Stipe. After that, it's allegedly John Jones. So maybe whoever wins this fight goes and fights Derek Lewis next for the chance to be the guy that fights them after, you know, John Jones fights the champ. So it's, it's going to be a big fight for this one. The card is actually a lot better than it was last weekend. So it's one that you might actually get excited for at 8 Eastern on a Saturday night. And it should be some good fights to watch. Two big guys that are going to slug it out. Yeah, I know. Uh, Carver High and I were talking about it last night, how excited we are for that Rosenstruck gone fight after I called him Gain. Gain smells better than gone. It's fantastic, that smell, even in the car with the air freshener against the heater. Max Holloway looking to fight twice in 2021. I liked what he said about being, uh, you know, one of the pound for pound guys. Did you hear him talking about it? Like, you've got to fight anyone, anywhere, anytime, any weight. Uh, to be considered a pound-for-pound top fighter in the UFC. He thinks all these guys they named top pound-for-pound are posers. You know, I agree with him. they got to be up for whatever. You know, now especially the way the UFC does it, where they move these guys around so much in the different weight classes. You know, I don't think necessarily it's a great thing for these weight classes to have these champs jump up and go fight other guys and, you know, hold things up a little bit. But, but, you know, if you want to be the best, if you're the pound-for-pound, then, yeah, that makes sense that – you got to be ready for whoever, wherever. And, you know, we've had some guys that are like that, and he's one of those. He, you know, exemplifies that more than just about anyone. This is a guy who was winning, you know, at Featherweight for the longest time. Had, like, the longest streak we've seen in a long time in that division. Was just a badass, beating everybody. And then he said, you know what, I'm going to try a lightweight. Jumped on, short notice, go fight a lightweight. You know, fought Dustin Poirier, lost the fight. But instead of sitting back and saying, well, you know, this is where I am. This is the, I'm the champ. I'm going to, you know, not fight anything else. I'm just going to let them come to me. He said, 
I'm up for whatever challenge and decided to jump up and take a short notice fight. And it didn't work well. You know, it was against one of the top guys in the division. As we've seen Poirier just continue his meteoric rise after that. But, you know, he's a guy that's tough like that. He's ready for whatever, whoever, wherever. And you got to respect that about the guy. And, you know, I'd love to see him fight two more times. He's looked great since coming back and starting to get his form again and, you know, putting him up at the top of the division. Go ahead, fight some other guys, make them earn their keep. If they want to try to get in, you know, get a shot at the belt, they got to go through you. And if not, you know, you keep winning and it makes it so Volkanovsky can't avoid you anymore. Look, I think the guy is a badass. There's no doubt about it. And he looked so fantastic in his last fight that he was literally talking smack to the broadcasters in the middle of the octagon while he was pummeling this dude's face uh, and dominating and just owning him and talking about how much of a bad mother for other he is. I think Holloway's incredible. I enjoy watching him fight as much as I, I like watching Poirier fight. We welcome in. All of our radio affiliates, Sirius XM, Channel 204, our satellite partners, and Mightier 1090 in San Diego and Southern California, Sports Map Radio Network, Sports Byline, USA Armed Forces Radio, Hoorah, Soldier, Hoorah. I'm Pharrell. We're talking to Mafia on Coast to Coast, hour number two. Shevchenko and Andrade. Sounds like a great title fight for UFC 261 in April. Yeah, I mean, this is a fight where, you know, Andrade was fighting up at that upper weight class. She had the belt loss at Zhang Weilei. Had the fight against Rose Namajunas, which was an awesome fight back and forth. If she had another round, probably would have finished Namajunas off. But, you know, Doug Rose held off and, and got the decision win. And then she came in, Andrade, and said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to drop down. You know, we had that fight uh, actually went up, I believe. She went going to fight now against Valentina Shevchenko. And Shevchenko has had that division just, you know, dominated. We said that a lot of the women at the top of that division, you know, you're picking girls that are like sixth, seventh, eighth ranked in the division because she's beating everybody else. So you don't want to put her against the same people. And Andrade said, you know what? I'll give her a fresh competition. So she went to that weight class, had an incredible performance, looked just like she did when she was the champ. And now she gets a shot at, you know, Bullet Shevchenko. We'll see how she does. I think that's going to be a very exciting fight. So Sage Northcott, in a stunning uh, announcement, will face Steve Shinya Aoki, the famous DJ in Vegas, in a fight <laughs> coming up in tw uh, for his first time since 2019. Actually, it's not the DJ. It's Shinya Aoki in one, right? Is that where they're fighting? Yeah, yeah. Sage Northcott, you know, was coming in there uh, after two years off. He got released from the UFC, was a very promising guy at one point, became a free agent, went over to one. Had a loss there with a bad knockout where, you know, he had facial fractures he had to get fixed, was has been out now for almost two years, going to go fight now and one again and make his return. We'll see how he does. It's been a while. And we'll see how that face holds up after all those surgeries he had in the time off to heal. Showtime Pettis going to make his PFL debut April 23rd against Clay Collard. Uh, that's the last uh, MMA story we'll do. Tomorrow we'll do all the boxing that we've got. Uh, what do you think of your boy Pettis fighting? We'll see how we can do. I mean, he's the biggest name in that tournament, obviously. It's a $1 million tournament for whoever wins it. So he's going there trying to make the big money. He's the biggest name. He's got to show up. You know, it's a pretty good card there, it looks like, with a, four fights in that division. They got four fights in the other tournament division that they're uh, doing as well. They got all these tournaments going on the PFL. They love to do that. That's the way they do it. And we'll see how he can do against these other guys that are much less names than him. Canelo's fighting Saturday night against a no-name. Looking forward to that as well, Yawn. We do this 24 hours a day, working hard to bring you the news you can use. Get on the grid. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Tiger and later we'll talk to Dr. Chow about the surgery. Uh, where are we on the latest here? Yes, Scotty. So, of course, uh, yesterday the one car accident for Tiger Woods in the Los Angeles area. He's recovering from lengthy surgery to repair significant injuries to his leg and to his ankle. Uh, let's start, Scotty, by listening to the sheriff deputy Carlos Gonzalez. He was the first on the scene at the accident saying that Tiger wearing a seatbelt probably saved his life. As mentioned by the sheriff, that specific stretch of roadway is one of our, our trouble spots. Our locals in Rancho Palos Verdes and Rolling Hills Estates know that it's a hot spot for traffic collisions as well as speed. Um, in my experience as a deputy who is traffic trained and works a traffic car, um, I have seen many collisions. The, the nature of his vehicle, the fact that he was wearing a seatbelt, um, I, I would say that it greatly increased the likelihood that it saved his life. Well, there you go. And then uh, you've got the sheriff as well talking about it. Yes, this is the head guy, Sheriff Alex Villanueva, saying that the investigation is going to take weeks before it is completed. Vehicle travels several hundred feet from the center uh, center divider at the intersection and rested on the on the west side of the road in the brush, sustained major damage to the vehicle. You've seen all the images of that. And... Uh, with that, our Lomita Sheriff's Station will be conducting the traffic investigation, and it'll take from days to several weeks to get the whole thing together. Once the, in, the investigation is completed, we will provide a, a, a detailed uh, report. It'll be available, you know, based on Public Record Act request, and we will not discuss it any further after that point. And what about uh, any players talking about it that you got for me? Yeah, Scotty, there was a lot of players yesterday, of course, across the PGA who had something to say, even players in other sports. But let's hear from Bryson DeChambeau uh, saying that if anybody can come back from the type of injuries the Tiger is going to sustain here, it is him. Here's DeChambeau on ESPN, Scotty. I will say that uh, whatever's happened, <laughs> he's always testament. come back from it in a, in a pretty amazing way. He's an amazing human being that has done incredible things. <laughs> when you look back to, to Ben Hogan and what happened with him in the bus crash, right? And what he was able to do after that. And so I have no doubt in my mind he'll be back and take him a little longer, I'm sure. But uh, from my perspective, he's one of the most impressive human beings I've ever met. And I think that uh, he'll come back just fine. Right there, you saw Matthew 12, 34 well, through 39. That, and we'll be doing that today, coming off of last week's Ash Wednesday. I don't know what that, that was. All I know is that I, I can't see to begin with. I'm completely Helen colored out, and it's as bad as ever. Like, how about when I wear the glasses and the guy tells me, don't wear the glasses? I can't see with him. I can't see without him. He's probably right. Don't wear the glasses. Just be blind the entire show. I'm awful. I'm a horrible human being, and I cannot believe that we're showing scripture in the middle of the show. On the well, that, that was uh, the statement that somebody put out on Tiger's behalf on all of his social media accounts. Um, it was pretty lengthy. 
I, I thought that it was a little bit shorter, but it was a pretty lengthy statement uh, that they put out, basically saying that Tiger is recovering. We're going to keep our privacy at this time, et cetera, et cetera. So it will take some time before we get more details, Scotty. Nobody's saying anything. You will Let's talk see. with Dr. Chow later this hour and talk about the surgery right. specifically. I have to say, listen, uh, you know, look, no one wants to hear it, but it, it, it's the reality of it. This guy is going to go through a dramatic uh, period of time uh, in dealing with these injuries, uh, rods and pins and plates in his legs and his shattered ankle. Uh, you know, golf is off the table now. This is about a uh, quality of life. This is about recovery. This is about uh, physical therapy. This is about ground zero. Uh, he's going to have to start from scratch, uh, walking compound fractures that, you know, you're talking about breaking the leg and then puncturing skin. And you, you actually see the bone broken uh, when you arrive on the scene. These are nasty injuries, nasty surgery. I don't believe for one minute, and I'll ask Chow about it. I don't believe for one minute that they're going to have one surgery. My guess is he'll probably have 10 surgeries on his ankles and legs uh, by the time it's all over. I worry about everything with this uh, walking. I worry about uh, pain management. I worry about pills. Uh, he's already uh, been an addict. Uh, he's already gone down that road. And you're going to tell me that you can have those kind of horrific trauma-related surgeries? Trauma. He didn't go to a, a hospital. He went to a trauma center at UCLA Harbor to have his legs saved. And you're going to tell me that guy's not going to eat painkillers? For the next uh, several months, I just don't believe that for one minute. Yeah, well, you'll talk to Dr. Chow later, and we'll talk more about it then. Some NBA from last night, Scotty, before we get to tonight's games. The Nets keep rolling, 127-118. They beat the Kings after they returned home from that successful West Coast trip. It wasn't Harden last night, Scotty. It wasn't Kyrie. Of course, Katie didn't play. It was Bruce Brown with 29, including 13, in the fourth quarter. Let's hear from James Harden, though. He, of course, loves where the Nets are right now. We can't worry about what happened two weeks ago or, or our mindset. I think now we're in a whole different mindset. And, um, you know, we just got to stay that way. I think we don't take – we don't look at the names on the jersey. We look at ourselves and figure out how can we be great every single night. And, um, you know, we, we prepare ourselves as much as we can. And we go out there and play our brand of basketball every single night. And as of lately, we've been doing that at a high level um, and wish we'll continue to do that. Last night, you said you think no one in New York cares about the Nets. And I just don't believe that. I think they're must-see TVD. I think they're the most exciting team in the NBA right now, hands down. Uh, I love watching them play. And I watch the Knicks still. I still enjoy both of them. Uh, but I think the Nets are hotter than ever. And you said uh, to me that no one cares about him. No, I just think that if you walk down the street in Manhattan, which not a lot of people are doing right now, as we know, um, I just don't think that they're that there's that much juice to them here in town. Now, nationally, they're a massive story. They have three of the biggest players in the league. Uh, and listen, Harden going there, Scotty, that when that trade happened, a lot of people were down on it. Oh, he's going to ruin the chemistry. Oh, it's going to be bad. Let's tell it like it is. They have been better since Harden has joined that team. Now, the three of them haven't gotten to play together a lot. There's right. no doubt. But they have been better since he's been a member of the Nets. He has been the difference. And uh, watching him uh, 
truly play the point and give Kyrie that room to offer the ball to be a two and to see what he's done for guys like Brown. Bruce Brown's a hack. And then, uh, you know, obviously he had 29 last night because of Harden. And I got to tell you, it's freed up everyone. Uh, And I think, you know, Joe Harris is leading in every single facet of three-point shooting in the NBA of every stat they've come up with. He's the best three-point shooter in the league right now, even though everyone will say it's Curry. The numbers say it's Harris. Uh, His numbers are all staggering. He's first in every department. And it's because they have to worry about Harden and Kyrie, and they can't worry about some white guy standing in the corner. Meanwhile, the white guy standing in the corner is the one killing him. The Nets are going to wave Noah Vonley, Iman Shumpert, and Andre Robertson. But this is all paperwork, Scotty. I saw the two of them. They're going to re-sign tomorrow to 10-day contracts or at the end of the week. So this is all paperwork stuff uh, where how it goes with the NBA and making salary cap space, etc. Uh, how about Luka Doncic last night, Scotty? The Mavs beat the Celtics 110-107. to Let's hear the last second three ball from Luka on TNT from your man, Iron Eagle, the Birdman, Scotty. Here it is. Yeah, that cost Doncic. me 100. Down to three seconds, two seconds. Doncic for the win. Oh, yeah! Uh, Luka Doncic, the dagger! Oh, my agita. Oh, God, I'm having irritable bowel right now, Carver High. Again, you, you roll the tape of the guy that cost me, you know, late night. I had it all in the bag listen, with the Celtics. It is what it is. Uh, blame your boy Brad Stevens. Uh, another tough loss as they're now 15 and 16. Uh, the Celtics continue, Scotty, to play awful, and nobody gets on the coach. You say it all the time. He is Teflon, Brad Stevens. It's amazing. Well, I mean, are you kidding me? Like, uh, he's just been awful lately. I mean, no one can say anything except that. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Yes, looking sharp. I like it. I I actually, I looked at myself today and I was saying it's time. Like when I start to get the gray, you know, the gray wings on the sides, you know, that's when, that's when it's time to go get it taken off. So nice job by you with the cut today. Uh, I will now follow in your footsteps. You're going to get get a lot grayer uh, with little Willie running around. Uh, I mean, the gray is going to come pouring in like the weather. He ain't the one giving me the gray. It's the other one. The other one's Ray giving Lewis. me the gray, not him. She's the problem. She's giving me the gray right now. That's for sure. Um, I was mentioning Teflon Brad Stevens before right. we went to the break. I think it's only appropriate that we get to hear from Brad talk about his team collapsing again and losing another game. Here's Brad Stevens. 
Well, we were doing some things differently that I thought um, were good for the most part up until that point. And then we just I think we just chose to maintain the right mindset, you know, instead of getting down, instead of um, being concerned with what had happened up to this point, it was more about playing the right way and being together and, you know, letting the chips fall where they may at the end. Obviously, that's another heartbreaking loss. Yeah, and uh, you're now under 500, and whatever mentality you're talking about having, it didn't work. And you're losing almost every game you play now. Uh, your defense is awful, and you're the guy in charge of fixing it, and you fix nothing. It keeps getting worse, and no one ever blames you. This is what I wanted to say before I spaced out earlier, Carver High. I'm blaming him entirely. I'm not blaming Danny Ainge, the weather, the snow, the fans, the lack of fans, COVID, uh, Smart's injury, uh, how bad Kemba Walker has been as a Celtic. Uh, let's just start uh, with, you know, Brad, the genius, has been unable to fix the problem at all. And take a really good look at the genius now who's solving nothing. He solved nothing. And two of his guys got in the All-Star game. I don't have a problem with Tatum and Brown. They're great players. But the Celtics suck. And, uh, you know, championing the fact that they're in the All-Star game, who cares? And then I hear people today, oh, you know, if they just win four in a row, they'll be in the Eastern playoffs. Like, how embarrassing. Uh, you know, that their record, honestly, do you think they like being a game under 500 right now? No. Blame Brad Stevens for once in your effing life. On the Mavs side of things, league sources say that they are quietly gauging interest for a Kristaps Porzingis trade, trying to see what value he has around the league. That lasted long uh, after they traded for him from the Knicks a couple years ago. They're already looking to ship your boy Zinger out of town down in Big D, Scotty. Sometimes it just doesn't work out, right? I can't believe that, to be honest with you, because I think he stretches defenses, blocks shots, he, gets he rebounds. Play. Can he hit never three. plays. He never you don't think plays. he plays since he's come back? I mean, it's just – but, yeah, okay, he's lasted a couple of games since he's come back. How how long until he's out again? How long until he's out again? Fair enough, it but just never I, I don't ends. think this is about injury. I don't think it's about his knees. I think it's about that uh, – bottom line is they think he sucks. This isn't about anything else. They just don't think Not he's right doing fit. anything for them. Not the right fit with Doncic. They thought it would be a good fit. He's clearly not the right fit with Luka. They're going to try to move on, it looks like, and get something else. Uh, big night for your boy, the Joker. 41, Nuggets beat Portland 111 to 106. At the Garden, the Warriors beat the Knicks 114 to 106. 37 from Steph Curry. Let's listen to head coach Steve Kerr. He was happy to see Steph back out there after he missed Saturday's game against Charlotte. Steph was tremendous, just amazing. Uh, it was mo he was moving beautifully. You know, obviously there were no ill effects from uh, his uh, illness the other night. So uh, moving really well right from the start. And, you know, New York is a great defensive team. Um, they are, uh, you know, I think top three in defensive efficiency, field goal percentage defense. Uh, they're big and physical and... Uh, so they make it tough, but, um, you know, Steph um, found a way to, to score. It was not easy, but he found a way and hit some huge shots and created a lot of offense for us. Yeah, 37. 
Bottom line is, that was a great bet I hit. Uh, I took the Warriors to win that game outright against the Knicks. I have to wonder, the way I saw, frankly, the Kings play the Nets, because at stretches of that game against the Nets in Brooklyn, uh, they were in it. I mean, they were down... You know, they were down 12, 14, then they got it down to four, got it down to two and a couple times. They can flat out score and lob dunk and finish Barnes. They have all these guys that can uh, finish at the rim, and they got Speed and Fox. And I think they'll uh, – I'll, I'll say it right now. I think they might beat the Knicks at the Garden. I mean, I, I took the Warriors. Now the Knicks are, are, are going to play this team – Right off of their game against Brooklyn, they might have a problem on their hands again. They think these games are easy. No game is easy for the New York Knicks ever. Every Remember I told you they'd lose in Orlando? I hit that game. Every game they play is a challenge for them because they're just really, frankly, uh, not that good. This has been a really good season of them getting better, but they still aren't that good. The Cavs beat the Hawks 112-111. to They snapped a 10-game losing streak. 76ers beat the Raptors 109 to 102. Bucks beat the T Wolves 139 to 112. 39 from Giannis. The Clippers did end up blowing out the Wizards in that game, Scotty. We were kind of watching that on the bench last night. The Wizards got it close to like eight or nine. And then in the fourth quarter, uh, the Clippers took care of business. We do have to hear from Paul George because I'm now going to get to our all star portion of the NBA coverage. And he made the all star team, Scotty, but let's be fair. Uh, Paul George didn't seem too happy about it. Here he is. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan on fan of it, and that's just for personal reasons. Um, I'm just not a fan of it. Um, with with everything going on, um, you know, I think it's just smart. No, the league has done it, um, and I get we we have an amazing league. I'm not discrediting that, but I don't think it's just in the middle of a pandemic. It's something that needs to be had. Um, especially, you know, personal reason. I got fined for um, spending time with a teammate, um, for having a teammate over, and yet we have this all-star game. So, again, I got uh, personal reasons why I disagree with the game, but I've been selected, um, and I'll be there to, uh, you know, uh, to, to play for the fans. I don't know what it is about this guy, but he just rubs me the wrong way. Uh, I got to tell you, like, for a guy that, you know, has the talent he has and the money he has and the team he plays on, uh, playing with Claw, playing in L.A., his hometown, playing with the Clippers, has it all, but he sure seems unhappy. Like, nothing – it just – does that guy look like he's, like, swimming in mayonnaise? He just doesn't want anything to do with the NBA. He's bored to death with all that. Well, then go away. Let Booker play in the game to call up Silver and say, I'm a wussy. I don't want to go. I want to go hang out with my teammate and, and have a super spreader at my house. Why don't we well, uh, let Booker play? Cause he's better anyway. Well, that's what he's upset about. He probably had a, a nice week planned out on the boat, out on the keys, you know, down in Florida was going to have some free time. And instead he's got to get locked up in a hotel in Atlanta for a couple of days. So uh, that's probably where <laughs> PG 13's unhappiness comes from. Uh, they did announce the reserves for the All-Star Game. That is where this all stemmed from. Let us take a look, Scotty, at who made the team on the East and the West. Uh, very good list of players. Chris Paul, Paul George, D- uh, Dame Time, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Zion, and AD from the West. Harden, Randall, Tatum, Brown, Zach Levine, Ben Simmons, and Vucevic in the East. We were saying this last time, last night, no hacks in the NBA All-Star Game, Scotty. you got to be a good player to get into it. 
Well, I saw a lot of people today ripping uh, Vucevic for being in it, and that guy has mad game. I don't care what anybody says. They'd rather have Sabonis. Sabonis puts up numbers, and the Pacers are a little better, obviously, than the Magic. I get all of that, but really, at the end of the day, who cares about either one of them? No one sits around their dinner table talking about Sabonis anywhere, ever. Okay, so know that. Look, only snub that matters is Booker. That's it. Booker didn't make the team. Everybody else didn't. It is what it is. It's the All-Star game. We need to get to tonight's game, Scotty. There is NBA Rack tonight, and there are a lot of games on the schedule. It is a big Wednesday night. Uh, Let's start with the Celtics and the Hawks. They're playing again. I feel like they play every night. This time it's in Atlanta, minus two for Boston. Warriors are in Indiana against the Pacers. Rockets and Cavs in Cleveland. We've got the Pistons and the Pelicans in Nolens. And the T-Wolves into Chicago to take on the Bulls, minus four for them. Well, I mean, if Boston loses this game, uh, it's really going to get ugly. I think they absolutely have to go and beat Atlanta tonight in hot town. Lay the two. I got it at three and a half with the Hawks, and I actually took the Hawks. When it opened, it was three and a half. I got Celts win, Hawks covering three and a half. At two, I think I'd lay it with the Celtics. Uh, As far as uh, Warriors and Pacers, I'm going to go Pacers. Uh, They played the uh, Knicks last night. Tough game, high-scoring game. Now they got to go to Indy. I like the Pacers there, lay the one and a half. They'll be talking about Sabonis tonight, believe me, when he lights up the Warriors. And then uh, Rockets-Cavs. I'm going to go Rockets here and lay it. And then Pistons-Pelicans. I'm all over the Pelicans to win, but Pistons cover the number. I got it at... Uh, believe it or not, at 10. I know it's moved uh, down to 9.5 on FanDuel. And then Bulls, T-Wolves. I'm on the Bulls. I'm laying the four. I think they'll win. Also, Spurs get back on the court. They're in OKC. The Raptors and the Heat in Miami. Hornets out in the Valley of the Sun against the Suns. And the Lakers and the Jazz. Minus nine for the Jazz tonight at Staples. A little heavy for me, Scotty. Yeah, it's in, it's in Salt Lake. I, I like the Jazz to win, but the Lakers to cover the nine. And then I'm going to go Suns win. Hornets cover the fat nine and a half. It's my number one play. I like the Raptors to beat the Heat. I'll take the points. Thank you, ma'am. And then last but not least, I'm going to go with the upset. Spurs have been banged up. Guys with COVID, I'm taking the Thunder at Chesapeake to win that game outright, laying the two. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We bring in uh, Dr. David Chow, Pro Football Doc. You can follow him at Twitter at that, Pro Football Doc. And, uh, Doc, good to see you on a midweeker. We wanted to talk to you about Tiger's uh, surgery and surgeries that I would expect he'll be having more of those. Uh, What did they do 
to fix uh, a compound fracture in one leg, broken legs, both of them, one compound, I'm guessing, and then a shattered ankle. These are trauma injuries at Harbor UCLA, not a normal uh, hospital where they would go operate on someone. This was a uh, higher up the food chain, if you will, when it came to the seriousness of these injuries. No question. Very serious injuries. I mean, the, the trauma and the energy absorbed by Tiger's right leg is a magnitude greater than the trauma absorbed by Alex Smith when he broke his ankle. Now, obviously, Alex Smith got the infection that caused the 17 surgeries. We certainly hope uh, Tiger doesn't get the infection. We certainly hope he's not headed for 17 surgeries. But as you say, he's headed for more surgeries for sure. And the worry isn't even the fracture. It's the soft tissue, the skin, the muscle coverage to prevent infection. He's got comminuted, you could say shattered, many pieces, upper tibia, lower tibia, uh, with open wounds, the foot and the ankle. The only good news, it seems that it's actually just his right leg. I know initial reports said both, but I think it was mistaken. It, there were reports of multiple fractures and in his legs, and that somehow got translated to both legs. But I think it's just the right leg. At least that's one good piece of news. So, all right, so let's concentrate on uh, that right leg. And what happens when a guy comes in, whether it's Tiger Woods or an everyday Joe, with a compound fracture of their leg? And, you know, from what I was saying yesterday on the air, that you're talking about breaking skin, you're seeing the bone, actually, the fracture and the bone sticking out of the leg, and then a shattered ankle. When you have that roll in on you in the OR and you're that surgeon, because that's what you are, what in God's name uh, is the first thing that runs through your mind when you're dealing with that? Well, the first thing that runs through your mind is, you know, we literally say this, the ABCs, right? Airway, breathing, circulation. You know, uh, he's breathing his heart, his lungs, his head, all that stuff, and even his spine. Obviously, he's had five back surgeries, including one two months ago, including a previous fusion. So the good news is his uh, airway, breathing, circulation, his spine were all good. So that's the life-threatening stuff, and that was all good. But obviously, the leg is a huge deal with, as you say, bone sticking through skin. To be clear, it doesn't have to be currently sticking through skin. It just at some point transiently broke the skin. So you can tell the unsteadiness, the unstableness of the fracture with the multiple pieces. And uh, it's going to be a big deal. It's a long recovery for him, unfortunately. What did they do to the leg? Uh, and, you know, I heard rods, pins, screws. Uh, as you know, I have tons of those in my body from surgeries. What did they do to the leg? Like, how much are we talking about? How much steel are we talking about they had to put in there? Well, you know, there's no question that's what everyone's thinking about is the fractures and the rod and the plates or screws or pins and other things. But the biggest issue right now is the soft tissue coverage to prevent an Alex Smith type situation, the need for a flap, the uh, infection long term. That's going to be his di biggest determinant. Right now, usually what happens is the biggest thing with surgery is to clean up the wound to prevent infection. They left parts of his leg open purposefully to allow for swelling because there was enough of a crush injury. 
the fixation orthopedically likely is sometimes somewhat temporary, as in just getting in and stabilizing what they need right. to so the leg's not flopping around. But it's the soft tissue stuff and swelling that is the big concern right now. So undoubtedly, he's going to need surgery for a wound vac to clean things up, further debridement, and maybe to close the skin over the top. That actually would be good news if he only had those couple of surgeries. Uh, Dr. Chow with us from Pro Football Doc. Uh, explain to me how uh, you deal with a shattered ankle. It's different than like Dak Prescott's uh, broken ankle, correct? It is. Uh, there's no question that, uh, once again, the force was greater in, in Tiger Woods' case. And when it's shattered, it depends. How big are the pieces? Where are the pieces? Can you get everything into alignment? Do you hold it with an external fixator? But first things first, uh, you can have the x-rays look great on uh, with uh, the pins and screws and plates, but if there isn't coverage of tissue, it's inevitably going to get infected. So uh, the triage in this trauma medicine is you're trying to do things to stabilize first and uh, then worry about uh, secondary fixation later. Doc, how many surgeries would you estimate, uh, be, you know, being in that field and that you've seen this before and you've seen injuries uh this is a a car crash injury not an athletic injury if you were to uh, you know ruminate on how you see it playing out in terms of like a guesstimate of how many surgeries you think he's facing well i mean he's likely to face one or two further cleanup surgeries He's likely to face some wound vac surgeries where where they're keeping the wounds fairly sterile and clean, and then some closure procedures. So you're already looking at about a handful right there. And you know, down the road, maybe further fixation of the fractures, maybe hardware removals. You hope you don't get into the Alex Smith situation where you have multiple, multiple debridements and then need a flap which is to move a piece of muscle or tissue to cover an exposed area of bone. That makes it more complicated. And that's how Alex got up to the 17. It was the infection, not the initial fracture that caused all the issues. Uh, Doc, let me ask you about the pain management. Uh, here's a guy, as you know, that had an addiction to painkillers. Uh, here's a guy that had the bad night falling asleep in Florida at the wheel in his Mercedes, hammered, drunk, uh, filled up with pills, uh, admitted he had a, a, you know, an opioid addiction, uh, because of his, you know, many surgeries he's had and he's had just recent, the back surgery that everybody's like, is he going to make it back for the masters? We all know that's not happening now. My concern is, uh, knowing I've been through all these surgeries and what happens. Uh, I mean, you're, you're in agony and you start taking these uh, opioids. You start taking hydrocodones and Percocets, Vicodins, whatever. And you know as well as I do, it can get out of hand in a hurry because you start taking those every four hours. You start floating around the room. You start feeling fantastic. Then you want to eat another one. Next thing you know, you finish the bottle and you want more. And if the doctor doesn't give you more, you go get more your own way. My question is, how is this guy that's been an addict going to do this without taking pain meds? Well, I'm sure that his physicians are acutely aware of the situation, and there's no better atmosphere than in the hospital. Everything's restricted. You, they don't put the pills at your bedside, obviously. They give you the pills or the IV injections uh, per 
schedule for the doctors. So in the hospital, they'll have good control of that. And uh, if there are any addiction issues, they'll have good control of it. Of course, when he leaves the hospital, uh, right. there's going to be need to have a plan that that Tiger and his people are need to sign off on a plan so uh, he doesn't get into trouble. Because no question, this is a big deal. This is a, a, a big surgery, big injury. And, uh, you know, uh, not that anyone cares about golf right now. The, the the happy part is he should be able to lead a normal life and and be a dad to Charlie and coach's son. Uh, I'm sure he'll be able to golf again, but if it's the same high level, that's a little bit of a long shot right now. Yeah, I don't. With the torque on the on the knees, the torque on the back, the torque on the ankle, the torque on the legs. With they hit the ball 340 yards, people don't realize the torque involved and the speed involved and the damage it does to these guys' bodies. I have to tell you, he said before when he was uh, laid up after surgeries, his biggest problem he couldn't walk, couldn't stand up, needed help getting to the bathroom, and he said he laid around all day eating pills. Uh, I got to tell you. I'm worried to death about him when he gets out of that hospital because I've seen it a million times over. People just start eating those pills and they, they don't even care anymore. They got a broken leg or a broken ankle. All they care about is getting those pills. Uh, I can't tell you how concerned I am with that now. Uh, you can have all the plans in the world. When people start eating those pills, they lose their minds and they do whatever it takes to get them. They get real sneaky and you know it. Well, yeah, and the hope is that uh, he's since he's had the issues before, he can face them himself and hopefully he's got a good crew of people around him that can help him because that's the last thing you want to get into, right. you know, to add to all the complications. So hopefully they'll watch out for that and stay on top of that. Do you know any of the doctors that operated on him? Are you familiar with them? You know, I have worked with and through Harbor UCLA Hospital uh, before when I was uh running the uh, X Games Medical Care, and we had some stuff at Home Depot, and we used them for our trauma hospital. So I'm familiar with their setup, but I don't know exactly the current doctors there today. And quite honestly, even if I had a cell phone and I called and asked him, he wouldn't be able to tell me what was going on based on HIPAA. So I don't even ask. All right, Doc. Uh, fantastic. Uh, revealing stuff. Always fascinating to uh, talk to you about these medical issues. Thanks so much for taking the time to come on Coast to Coast today and break it all down for us. We greatly appreciate you, as always. Thank you. All right. There he is, uh, Dr. David Chow. Carver, hi. I actually uh, am excited about some of these other stories. I know no one else is, but the Steelers are going to work a deal with Big Ben uh, in some capacity. He's going to still be their quarterback. Thank God. I told you as a season ticket holder, I can't bear to go watch Mason Rudolph for the money I'm spending. Yeah, the Roonies came out and said, we're going to bring Ben back. We're going to work on the contract. So another season under the sun. For Big Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers. And also, Scotty, your boy Juju Smith-Schuster, who's going to be a free agent, says what I all say. I want to retire a Steeler. How's that going to work out in a couple weeks, Scotty, when he signs with somebody else? I want to retire a Steeler. You'll love hearing that. Well, I know. Listen, I wish they'd sign him. You know, uh, I, I I wish they'd give him a deal. Uh, I hate to see him leave. I think the kid's got uh, massive talent. I like Claypool and, and Schuster, and I think uh, – I actually believe Big Ben can still play football. I don't believe you can go uh, win 12 games and win a division. What happened was they hit a wall, they started losing 5-6, and then everybody blamed him, and then he had a horrific 
game against the Browns in the playoffs. But don't blame Ben Roethlisberger to pounce. He snapped the ball over his head into the end zone. It all went downhill from there. And then he threw four picks. But he also threw 501 yards and four touchdowns. So don't tell me that that guy still can't play football in the NFL because there are so many terrible atrocities at quarterback on so many teams. There's at least, in my opinion, at least 20 to 25 teams that have crappy quarterbacks compared to Ben Roethlisberger. I'm sorry. He's still a good quarterback in my view, and everyone that doesn't think so can kiss my ass. Bucks GM Jason liked open to extending Tom Brady beyond this 2021 season. He's going to play forever, Scotty. He's going to play forever. Your boy, TB12. Realistic trade price for Russell Wilson. Three first-round picks. Reports say that a third of the league has called Seattle to ask about him. Our boy Greg Bell told us a couple weeks ago he ain't leaving Seattle this year. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. This is so ridiculous. Uh, he has less of a chance of leaving Seattle than Watson does of leaving Houston. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Bets parlay with a, a tennis factor leg on this thing. Can we see the uh, the big ticket that cashed? Do we have that? Yes, I've got two parlays for you. Here's the one with the tennis that got tied into it. Uh, Bucks to win the Super Bowl, Osaka to win the women's Australian, Joker to win the men's, and then McGregor Poirier at Poirier and Michael Chandler over Hooker. 25 to win you a cool 18.5K, Scotty. There you go. Both the Aussie Open winners, the Bucks, and a couple of UFC fights. That's a that's a good day at the office right there. Now I give you one that is All pending, right. and I'm going to ask you the question, who's going to ruin this for this guy? $40 bet, looking to win 206 k He's already got the Bucks in the bag. Needs the Nets to win the NBA title. Needs the Yankees to win the World Series. Needs the Avalanche to win the cup one out of four of the way there 40 to win 206 who ruins that one the yankees and abs both ruin it neither one of them are gonna win <laughs> i agree with you i think I those mean, are the honestly, two that are gonna ruin it <laughs> all right so uh, euro 2020 which got canceled last summer they're gonna have it this summer and allegedly with some fans i know you're excited about that ravens coach john harbaugh pays for everyone's dinner at a seafood restaurant. He just picked up every table's tab. Nice guy. Oklahoma man accused of cutting his neighbor's heart out, cooking it, and feeding it huh? to his family for dinner. That is just fantastic. We're going Jeffrey Jeez. Dahmer over here tonight. And then a woman quits her job and moves to France to live in a van down by the river with a guy she's known for three days. 
Excellent decision-making there by her. How long before she crawls back to the States? And an Illinois lawmaker wants to ban the sale of Grand Theft Auto and other violent video games due to the rise in carjackings in Chicago. There's a rise in everything in Chicago. Murders, carjackings, going to blame it all on video games, huh? Good yeah, one. They've been trying to get the video games for, the for, what, 30 years now family. they've been trying to do that. <laughs> All right, 30 game years. time decisions coming up top of the hour with Marenzi and Cam Stewart. I'll see you at 10 o'clock tonight for Pharrell on a Bench on Sirius XM 204. Look, you have a simple choice. Keep listening and get the winning edge or don't. And wish you.